Hey, listeners, before we get started, if you're enjoying these episodes, you can actually check them out on YouTube in full video. You can just search Honest Ecommerce and you'll get pulled right to our channel. Make sure you subscribe and ring the bell for all the updates. Being able to walk away from something is actually one of the smartest things that you can do because they're, you're walking away because there's a better opportunity elsewhere. Welcome to Honest Ecommerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, I'm welcoming the show not one, but two amazing founders. These women co-founded Rexy, the affiliate marketing headquarters. They have so much to share on the topic. Welcome to the show, Kelsey and Lori. Hey. How's it going? Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for being here. Oh, there's your dog we were talking about. Which is, <laughs> It's fine. We're doing this live. Um, awesome. So, um, Kelsey... Quickly talk about kind of what are the services that you guys are offering over at the agency, and then we'll kind of go back in time and talk about how this kind of happened. Yeah, so we've gotten really clear on what those services look like over the past year, um, based on a lot of feedback, a lot of experience, and right now what we've um, locked it down to is we basically have a self implementation option, and we have an option where our team comes in and does everything for you, and you are completely hands off. Um, it's two really different clients or customers. Um, but you know, we had a lot of, we had a lot of demand for the full service offering. However, we, we didn't want to outsource this work completely because we are the experts. And so that allows us to only be able to take on a limited number of what we call our enterprise clients. Um, and so we were leaving a lot of brands out, especially those small to new or emerging brands. So we decided to take that process that we use with our enterprise clients, basically write it out in step-by-step format, um, along with a lot of templates and videos, um, audio, a lot of worksheets. And now it's, it's available to those small or new brands to go and implement it themselves at a very, very affordable price. Absolutely. And quickly for the brands, uh, you know, I think one thing that is oftentimes confused and, you know, they, thought about in the same vein maybe is like affiliate marketing and influencer marketing. So can you like quickly give like a Venn diagram of what's what? Sure. Yeah. So affiliate and influencer are both really, really broad terms. But here's how we specifically define affiliate and influencer. An affiliate is anyone who is getting paid on commission. So an affiliate technically could be an influencer um, in our day and age and in this space of social media, a lot of people think of themselves as influencers. So you may be able to be an influencer. However, you can still be set up as an affiliate. Um, We have a couple strategies that we actually use to get influencers or someone with an influencer level following set up as an affiliate. So it's really reducing the risk for the brand owner. And again, you're only paying them unless they perform. So they're being paid on commission. An influencer by the book would be someone who is getting paid 
paid per post or paid in advance. Um, and that ranges anywhere from $50 to $50,000 per post, depending on the level of influence. Um, but again, an influencer could technically be set up as an affiliate. An affiliate could also be getting paid per post as an influencer. So they really are kind of intertwined. But I'd say like the most definitive answer is just pay per post and pay on commission. Absolutely. All right. So take me back in time. Uh, obviously, you didn't wake up as a little girl and go, I want to start an affiliate marketing agency when I get older. So tell me how you got here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I wanted to be something crazy like a fashion designer or something. And now all I wear is like sports clothes. So it, that makes no <laughs> sense. Um, I actually started my um, my CBD business in 2017. Um, and with at the time, CBD was super restricted. You couldn't even have a domain name with the word CBD in it, um, be, unless it was on like some a certain sort of uh, of a site. But it was very restrictive. You couldn't do traditional forms of marketing. I couldn't run ads. Um, so really, it it got down to me like going out to um, street fairs and markets and expos, and really just trying to market my product by word of mouth. Um, obviously, I knew with one person running the business by myself that wasn't scalable. So I knew I wanted to build out a sales team and a commission-based sales team because the business had been completely bootstrapped. Um, at the time, I really didn't know that was affiliate marketing. But later came to find out after I built out this team of um, like 50 people within the first month, these people started going out and selling my products. They started posting on social media. They gave me major brand awareness, uh, uh, drew, uh, drove a lot of traffic to my site, increased my sales. I actually tripled my revenue in the first month, my e-commerce revenue in the first month. So I knew that I was, you know, this was something that really, really worked. So I went and started doing it for other businesses in the CBD and cannabis space, which was the only industry that I had proven out at the time. And just over time, you know, we really started seeing a lot of um, requests. Lori and I started working together. Um, and actually, we were doing like everything in ecom branding, web design, social media, PR. We had built out a full service agency. And we still were getting so many requests for people. Asking um, about affiliate marketing, and we were we were creating great results for our clients in that space. So we decided to really just niche down to affiliate marketing, and now we've worked with you know brands in literally every single industry, um, and each of them creating equally great results. That's fantastic. So uh, is Sweat CBD still around? Yeah, I actually um, am partnering with someone uh, who is going to be basically taking it over and adding a few other products into the mix. Um, so it gave me just a lot of a, a lot of experience, but I hope to, you know, still still see it come to, to something really awesome in the future. Absolutely. And I think it's really uh, interesting and shows kind of your business savvy of how the evolution of what you were doing as an entrepreneur changed. So you launched the CBD brand, then you to market it, you build out these systems for affiliate marketing, and then realize that your value is actually more superior in kind of these creative aspects. And you then launch an agency from that and then narrow down to where you get the most market kind of response. Uh, that's you know, pivoting 101 uh, for anyone out there that like kind of uh, isn't following what she was doing there. But um, I guess a lot of people have problems with like changing their mind or changing their direction or following what the market's responding to. Like, do you have any kind of thoughts on that? 
It really, really, it is really hard to do because I think Lori and I are really similar in this sense that when I change, I feel like at first that initial feeling is like, I I must have failed. I must have failed at that first thing. Um, because why wouldn't I just keep doing it otherwise? Um, but what I've come to realize over time is that like being able to walk away from something is actually one of the smartest things that you can do because they're you're walking away because there's a better opportunity elsewhere. You're not giving up. You're just seeing a better opportunity and taking it. But narrowing down and niching down is tough. It's really, really tough. And Kelsey had like closer ties to the team because we kind of outsourced her agency for a lot of the work. And I don't actually look at it as like almost pivoting more so than adding just more value to the people that were coming to us. And, you know, we could have sat there all day and said, we do this, we build houses too, while we build your e-com store. You know, we were taking on anything and everything because we were those type of people that were very resourceful and could figure it out. But were we adding the amount of value that we wanted to these clients? No, this is where the value add was. So we we were taking the same clients. We were just like, Hey, we know these great partners you could go to. We just don't handle them anymore. Um, this is what we do. Absolutely. So let's talk about what you guys narrowed down to, which is affiliate marketing. So you spoke a little bit earlier about the two paths. You kind of got a do-it-yourself path, uh, and then you've got a done-for-you path. Um, what would you say? What type of merchant would be best suited for each of those paths? Yeah, it's like I said, it's two really, really different uh, clients. Um, the the playbook is what we call the self implementation option. The basically like the do it yourself option. Um, that has ranged anywhere from um, the very, very new entrepreneur who actually hasn't even started a business yet, but really wants to know about affiliate marketing so they can implement it once they do, to the very high-level um, marketing executive who works for a large company and is able to implement it themselves and doesn't need our team to do so. So it is quite broad, um, the people who are choosing to go that route. And regardless of which option they're choosing, they're getting so much support for our team. We're still at that phase where we like to be really, really hands-on. And we're nurturing these people all the way through this process. So we're meeting with them weekly in a small group coaching call. We have a community that we built out and we're answering their questions in live time. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're offering a ton of additional support for those people. And then I would say the enterprise is also quite a pretty big range, Lori, correct? Like it's yeah, yeah, it's been an evolution. I would say the enterprise. I will touch a little bit more on even playbook. And when I had my brand, which was separate than Kelsey's, like we didn't even know each other at the time, but it was a plant-based coffee creamer. We kind of built the playbook for that because when I started that brand, I used a plugin for affiliate marketing and nothing was really happening even though i had a really set group of customers that i know would kill it for me if i had something like the playbook where i wasn't googling things all day and like trying to figure out what affiliate marketing is how to even reach out to these people at like even the most simplest level like that's why we created this playbook and then with enterprise that's been quite an evolution because we realized there are some smaller brands with funding that just wanted done for you services but i think more than ever We've realized even recently that our enterprise might even be um, more than that, just because it, in the economy that we're in right now, the investment to installing our affiliate marketing software is not small because this is something that this is a process that people do not have and that is so in demand that we're building out. 
And in order to be able to, you know, afford our team to implement, it is, it's a lot of strategy and a lot of work. So I think we're always, we're kind of refining what that corporate enterprise looks like. Um, so yeah, it's been an interesting journey on that side of things, I would say. Absolutely. Talking about kind of just the investments, can we talk a little bit about the like the returns in like how like a lot often, you know, everyone's spending a, a lot of their budget on paid media, right? You know, looking into more direct response and retargeting and stuff like that. Um, do you have any sort of information about how affiliate kind of works into the marketing mix and types of returns that you should be anticipating? Yeah, and this is like everyone's favorite question too. Is like, well, what am if I invest, let's just say twenty thousand dollars to get this set up? What is my return? Like, how fast am I going to make my money back? And I would, I, I would love to give someone the most solid answer on that. I can tell you exactly what will be in place, but I think that the hardest part about this is when you compare it to something like running, you know, a Facebook ads campaign. There's very little. I mean, there is there's setup involved with that, but there's there's a, not a ton of work compared to what we're doing on the front end. What we're doing is we're designing the program. So affiliate, figuring out what these affiliates are going to get in exchange for posting and sharing and driving traffic. We're creating a custom onboarding system. We're designing messaging. We're figuring out who your affiliate is and testing multiple different types of affiliates and channels, setting up a tracking software, building out like Lori said, this very in-depth process that without this process, the rest of it doesn't make sense. A lot of people try to just start an affiliate program and they assume everybody wants to come promote their brand. And it's, it's just not how it works. So with that bigger front end setup, like we have to charge a larger fee on the front end if we're implementing it, um, because we're basically giving you our bread and butter within the first eight to 12 weeks, depending on the size of your brand. And then after that, like, it's really up to you how you want to work with us ongoing. So that is a, a question most people have like, well, how fast am I going to earn back this investment? And to be honest with you, it really is brand dependent. We've had brands who have had a commodity type product ranging anywhere from 10 to $20. And obviously at that rate, we're going to have to, we're going to have to onboard two, three, maybe 400 affiliates within the first month to see a an equal return on your investment within the first two to three months. Um, and, and that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. That means we're going to have to bring on a lot of people to start doing organic outreach to all of these people. We've also had brands who are a higher ticket, you know, at maybe like a three to $5,000 product. And we just tell them like, we need to get two people in the door and you're going to have a return. So super brand dependent depends on where the brand is currently at as well. If you have a, a, a founder who is like a celebrity or an influencer and can you know put one post out and say, everyone go join our affiliate program. Obviously, we're going to, you know, we're going to expedite things, uh, you know, substantially. Um, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but our goal is always to have like a two to one return on um, the investment into uh, your setup by the end of the second month in what we call like our management phase. Yeah. And if any of your audience is familiar with Facebook ads, Facebook ads, you're testing audiences, especially as a newer brand or company, or even if you're pivoting, um, you're testing different audiences by doing a campaign. You might have a campaign for a new product and you're testing different age groups and demographics. And that's like exactly what we do. Um, Facebook ads, they used to do a lot of, but that doesn't really give you the data that people want anymore. So I think everyone's kind of looking for influencers and creators to give them that data. 
So when we test these audiences, we're essentially setting up a campaign. We're testing these different types of people and seeing who loves it the most, who is going to promote it and get the best conversions. Once we find who that person is, just like any sort of Facebook campaign, then we go ham on those people. And we have an outreach process that no one really has because everyone likes to dip into a database and we don't. We're like, okay, this brand is very unique. They have this avatar. Let's go crazy over these people. And that is our goal, is just to find who that person is and take it to another level. And I, I will add to that as well. Like, uh, yes, our, uh, of course, the goal is always to drive sales. Like, uh, everybody wants to see dollar signs. That's a no brainer. But along the way, it, it, unlike running, you know, a Facebook ad, we're also just creating a ton of really personalized brand awareness that, that, you know, when I see a Facebook ad, like very rarely am I going to stop and then go Google that, that brand. With this, if someone messages me and asks me to be a part of that brand, I'm Googling that brand. I'm looking up their Instagram. I'm, I'm checking them out. So we're creating a ton of brand awareness. We're building a community for for the brand. Even if you know the affiliates take a few months to get some traction, at that point you already have a community of you know anywhere from 50 to 200 to a thousand people who are out there promoting your product on a consistent basis. And you're also building a, a huge library of user generated content, which we know is what sells products. Like everyone's over the curated Instagram feed. People want to see real and relatable testimonials. Absolutely. What I really enjoyed about your answer there was you just got straight to the point of, well, it depends, which is a tried and true sign that you are a successful agency because you know it's like it, it truly it, it depends yeah. on and you broke it down on why it's the, the AOV of the product. It could take forever or you know it could be really quick. Depends on how expensive and your, your margins and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do think that it's a fantastic avenue for brands to explore, especially with how chaotic paid advertising is getting lately, you know, without being you know, the tracking, it's difficult, it's getting more expensive. Um, awesome. Now, is there anything I forgot to ask you about today uh, that you think would resonate with our audience? I think um, I would love to talk about the future of affiliate marketing and what we're seeing. And I think that would be really helpful to your audience. Absolutely. Let's dive in. Awesome. I think lastly, like, I, there's been such an evolution to affiliate marketing since when we started this agency in January to where it is right now. And more and more, we're seeing creators get more power in the game. Um, we're seeing that with Shopify's acquisition of Dovetail. Um, the reason why they bought Dovetail is because Dovetail gives curated lists of creators to brands. But what they really wanted was um, for creators to start using Shopify. So what that really tells brands is like, okay, these creators have a lot of power now and they know this. You're going to be asking for more. So your offer has got to be better than it was before. It can't just be 10% commission anymore if you're a fashion line. Um, and when I say a better offer, this can mean so many different things, right? This can mean like the positioning of your brand, like Revolve is like the cool kid on the block when it comes to fashion. So they don't even have to give commissions. They just do like events. But... Um, that really depends. And then also um, with the creators, it's like, how are brands going to form relationships with them? And then how do you assess which creators are going to actually convert for your brand? Um, so this is something we're definitely keeping an eye on very closely in the next few months and hopefully provide more data to brands we're working with and in our content as well. Absolutely. And what I kind of liked about that is you were talking 
about kind of how an offer doesn't have to necessarily mean more money. It can be every, and that's something that it goes across the board for offers. Like it, that's that's something about discounting. That's something about rewards. It's like it doesn't have to be more money, and mm-hmm. that's something that I think a lot of young entrepreneurs get hung up on. And there's a lot of more interesting, more creative ways, which necessarily do not affect your margin, but will drive you know more activity with whatever you're trying to do. Sure. Absolutely. We have a jewelry line who like just signed up for an affiliate program because they had a mentorship from their founders. Um, so that there's definitely a lot of really cool, unique ways to present it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that we really focus on doing with a lot of our clients is, is building out a really, really unique offer. I think everybody listened to, listening to this is probably getting, you know, anywhere from like one to five of the like, Hey girl, I want you to be a part of my brand messages on Instagram. Like use this link and you can save 10%. Nobody is interested in that anymore. And unfortunately, a lot of the products that these people are promoting um, or trying to build an affiliate program for are a $10 product and they want to give you 10% commission. Well, I know personally, like, you know, we're, we're always working on valuing our time more, but I think that most people's time is worth more than a dollar creating a, a sale. So in that case, a lot of our clients don't have the margins or their product isn't, uh, doesn't have a high enough AOV to really incentivize these people with just commission. So for example, like we're working with a celebrity brand who instead of giving any commission at all, they're, cause their margins are super, super slim. They're going to just have a monthly webinar with this celebrity. And that celebrity is going to add, going to do a Q and A. And to everyone who's in that community, it is, it is worth it. To be able to, they have to make, you know, X amount of sales per month or per, per quarter in order to, to attend this Q and A. But it's worth it for them because that is, that has way more value than earning like anywhere from one to five dollars per, per, per sale. That's super interesting. I'm going to ask you about that afterwards. Um, awesome. I cannot thank you guys enough for coming on the show. This is a really fun conversation. Lori, Kelsey, if I'm picking up what you're putting down, where do I go? What do I do? Yeah, you can go to um, rexy.co. It's www.rexxy.co. And then if you go to members.rexy.co, you will also be able to join our free community. Um, and we're really pushing for that right now. We're adding a ton of value in there. We're going to be having um, guests speakers we're going to be our team is going to be in there answering questions about affiliate marketing so we'd love to see you there awesome thank you so much thank you so much chase all right i can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us we've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own business you can find all the links in the show notes make sure you head over to honestecommerce.co to check out all of the other amazing content that we have make sure you subscribe leave a review And obviously, if you're thinking about growing your business, check out our agency at electriceye.io. Until next time.